0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Mymac Podcasting Network. Tech Fan Podcast number 486. I'm Tim Robertson joined by David Cohen. Hello David. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, you lazy bastard. <laughs> I'm still in my pajamas. I'm going to be on it. <laughs> I've got pajama bottoms on, but for me, it's not. It's 7.30 in the morning. For yeah, you, for it's me, like noon. For me,
1: it's half past 12 at lunchtime. And, uh, yeah, I, I got out I of bed about uh, 45 minutes ago. I,
0: uh, We're not, not in COVID lockdown morning. anymore, you know.
1: No, I know. But, um, no, so here's the thing. I get up with the dog early every morning because no, nobody else will do it. <laughs> the, poor, the poor animal would not be fed or walked without me. I know the So feeling. I get up every morning and of course he gets he wakes up at the time he feels he needs to wake up. So it was before eight o'clock this morning on a Sunday morning. And um so I took him out, gave him his food. Um normally I would sit down and have breakfast but I was still feeling really tired this morning, so I thought I'll go to back to bed for an hour and that was it till quarter to twelve, so
0: Yeah. I yeah. know the feeling. Yeah. Not really though, because I I never sleep in. If I slept into seven in the morning, that's sleeping in for me. Right. Yeah.
1: I I don't have a sleep problem so um I can sleep whenever. Um we uh, <laughs> once, I mean, once we were once on our cruise in Jamaica and we we took a trip off the ship and um I don't you have been to Jamaica but the roads are really really rough and Jamaican drivers are terrible and we had like an hours drive each way in the back of this rickety minibus. And my wife got really annoyed with me because I managed to fall asleep in the back of the minibus on the way back. Yeah, and she was she was going. It's embarrassing that that you can fall asleep in that environment.
0: <laughs> no, it's impressive. That's not embarrassing. That's impressive. Um, let's talk about some uh, some tech news, and tech stuff, and you know, since we're like tech fans. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but let's let's not talk too much about tech news, because the tech news at the moment is endless, like everything else in the world, is endlessly depressing. People losing their jobs, companies are going bad. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's sometimes I feel like it's it's really hard work reading the news, the tech news even.
0: Yeah, uh, I, it, it cracked me up that uh, Facebook is losing billions on their reality glass thing, and it's like, well, yeah, because you guys created something that was Arguably ahead of its time, but there, nobody really cared about it. There was it wasn't solving anything.
1: Yeah, and and you know what i i still I still hold out hope for that. I actually think that I, like you, I bought a Quest Two um, not so long back, and and I think it's a really impressive piece of technology.
0: It really is. Cole plays so it much, all the time. Huh? He still plays it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he yeah? will. He has a whole group of friends, and they I don't know what the hell they're playing, but they're yeah. doing something because. He's standing, you know, not too long, not too far from where my desk is, yeah. and I can literally see him talking and listening. And occasionally, I can hear his friends talking, which they need to watch their language. They're young. But, yeah, um, yeah. I, he's into it pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I, it, it is a, an amazing for the for what you pay for it is an amazing piece of technology. The problem is, I don't think that Meta
0: has any idea what they want to do with it, and they put well this not new just device- Meta, it, it's the developers. For the platform itself i mean yeah give me a scenario where you're in a 3d space and it's so much more rewarding than looking at a 50 inch screen playing a video game i don't think you can i really
1: don't uh,
0: no you can no, say well I- it's more immersive have you ever played Halo? <laughs> Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? You're into it. Your peripheral vision is shot. You don't see anything. You're completely concentrating on the screen. The graphics are amazing.
1: Well, I, I think I think the, the the other problem with that. I don't get me wrong. I think a, a really good, well done, immersive game. If you could take, uh, unfortunately, even the Quest Two, you you know the the graphics and the and the gaming capabilities are but you know they kind of it's still Limited. kind of smartphone type stuff yeah yeah if you could get um a triple a console effect inside vr without having to have posts and a big space and a big beefy pc i think that would be really compelling but that's hugely inconvenient and um you know one of the one of the things that tr- trumps anything else that we've found out over the last few years, particularly with Deliveroo and Uber and all of these other things, is that it doesn't matter what the experience is like. If it's convenient, people will stick with it. And the convenience of just sitting on your TV or picking up a handheld or your phone and playing a game really trumps the immersiveness of, of VR. That I think that's one of the problems with it. Um, and it also has this other huge problem, which is when you put it on, you can't see what's going on around you. And that really freaks people out. And then, of course, the third thing is these devices are coming from Meta, who historically are one of the worst companies in terms of abusing its users and the data they give them for nasty purposes. So that freaks people out as well. And I think that's one of the reasons why. And, and then you, you're absolutely right. There is no killer app for VR Um
0: I don't know if Apple's upcoming offering is going to solve that. I don't know if PlayStation's new, you know, PlayStation VR is going to address that. That's getting a lot of positive press right now, but who knows? It
1: is, but it's not selling well because it's so expensive.
0: It's like, it It costs as much as... It hasn't sold yet. It's not on sale yet.
1: Oh, right. But but the pre-orders are looking bad because it costs as much as a PS5. And again, (laughs) we are going back to this thing where this is... You know, this technology doesn't have a killer app. It's not proven, really. Everybody who looks at it, um, like us, is impressed. But but it's not compelling enough to, uh, you know, go and it has to be. It has to be like the switch. It has to be something where people go. Um, I know what the limitations are, whatever you. But it, it looks so cool and it's got such great software on it that even people who aren't tech enthusiasts want to play with it. It's not it's not breached that barrier yet. Maybe Apple will do that. I, Apple tends to take a different approach um, and they do tend to think more about usability and obviously they've got the uh, App Store ecosystem to build off so they can maybe strong arms and developers into doing something really good for it. Um, but again, I, th- I think cost is also a huge barrier. Um, you my, have to make you have to make it has to be round about the three, four hundred dollar range. Otherwise people won't buy no people aren't gonna you're not gonna um you can't create a killer app that that drives people to buy a seven, eight hundred dollar no, device. I
0: agree. But here's you know, the not issue not, with not in today's market okay. when we're already spending a thousand dollar on a phone and thing. All right, take a breath, let me speak now. Yeah. Um you're like on a roll and I haven't been able to say anything. Um here's my problem with apples. Number one they're not great when it comes to games. Yes, the app store yeah. is full of games and a lot of people play games. Those are casual type of things. Any AAA title on games, almost all of them, don't usually do very well. People want to play it on a computer um, or on a console. So what? why would I need... Unless it's a standalone computer itself. I'm not plugging it into a Mac. Yeah. And it's not a gaming system. What, what Am I doing web browsing with VR gl- glasses on? I mean, wh- why would I want to do that? I, d- I don't understand. Where's the input? How am I interacting with it? Is it virtual? I, I, I can't figure out why Apple would want to get into this space yet. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, can't, I cannot wrap my head around why I'm going to take either the iOS or the Mac OS or iPad OS replicate that in vr why what what's the point how many times do you look at your keyboard when you're typing probably quite a lot right Yep. yeah so so now i can't even see my own keyboard well
1: you can with the oculus one they have hand tracking and yeah, if you have terrible. the right keyboard yeah well you know they, it's
0: pretty bad. i think we're working on the premise here that apple will refine it Um, Well, but even so, is it going to be better than what we can get sitting in front of a Mac with a good keyboard? No, of course not.
1: No. So where's the
0: use case on anything? I mean, look, there's a lot of smart people at Apple, no question about it. But I just can't see why it's going to fit into anything I'm doing. And people say, well, what about the meetings, virtual meetings and stuff like that? Unless everyone is on the exact same system, it's going to suck. You're going to be the only one on the Zoom call with the stupid fucking goggles on looking like an idiot. The reality with meetings, uh, and I say this
1: as somebody who does a lot of (laughs) of Teams meetings, is most people turn their camera off. Yes, they do. Or even if they leave it on, nobody looks at the camera image anyway. No. Um, So you ignore it because you're focused on the work. And what most people, the reason most people turn their cameras off is because quite a lot of time with these meetings, you're not talking to each other just like you were in a room. You're talking to each other as you look at a document or yes. you refer to a spreadsheet or It's you, no um, different you, than someone's Yeah, No And, and, and if, if you're all looking at a at a third-party piece of, of data, then you don't need to see each other because right. you're talking.
0: Or um, there's a something on the screen that the presenter is showing you and everyone's looking at the spreadsheet. Exactly. Yeah, you know, It doesn't make any sense to me why yeah. VR Meetings would be a good thing. I, I, I can't think of one scenario with that, unless everyone is on exactly the same hardware or yeah. at least the platform, the, it makes yeah, no the, difference.
1: I agree. And of course, the, as Meta has found out to its cost, the problem with meetings in VR is because everyone is wearing a headset, you can't use the camera Mm-mm. because you just see somebody's face with a headset on. So then you have to use an avatar, and the avatars are kind of
0: dumb. Yeah, they're kind of you know, too cartoony. It's it this isn't business appropriate.
1: No, and the the only advantage you you would get from seeing each other's faces is to see visual cues, um facial expressions, that sort of thing, and all, all of that is lost with an avatar anyway. Yeah. So, um I my view is that if you look at what Apple has done over the last 15 years, they've taken one platform which has been hugely successful, the iPhone, And when they've done new devices, they've taken the iPhone and they've turned it into a different device. The Apple Watch is basically a watch-sized iPhone. Yeah? Particularly Mm. if you get a cellular one, it can run without the phone. Um, And effectively, it's a cut-down iOS device. Correct. I think when Apple comes out with AR, I don't think they're going to do VR, it will be AR. It will be glasses you can see through and see the real world in. It will be exactly that. They say they will say look we see everybody all the time they're always on their phones they're walking in the street looking down at their phones bumping into people yeah it's a pain in the ass we can take that away because we can put that display in front of your eyes so you can still do the stuff you're doing on your phone while you're walking around and seeing what you're doing and then that offers the opportunity to you know do the ar type things that people have talked about you know identify people's faces and put their names up um, give you walking directions as you're actually walking rather than looking down at your phone. I think that's where Apple's going to go. And I think that probably is the sort of thing that's going to attract people who love their phones. If you can walk down the street and you can have TikTok in your eyeline without looking at your phone and you can hear it in your in your ears, I think that's going to attract a lot of people as long as it's affordable.
0: Yeah, that's the key right there. And yeah. we both know that Apple is um, 100% on record for making very affordable <laughs>
1: Well, yeah especially is, the
0: first generation that is technology. the problem
1: the first generation if the, if it's two thousand dollars then it's not going to fly Okay. No, sure. um and and i think that's what i mean microsoft tried this with their their device the hololens which certainly by the second one was apparently pretty good in terms of all of that except that it was not glasses it was a huge honking headset um but it was standalone um and uh but the problem was they only ever reached and released it as a three thousand dollar developer platform. They never yep. made a consumer version of it because nope. they couldn't. They couldn't bring the price down. Um, and guess what? All well, the people who worked on that apparently have just been fired by Microsoft. Because looks like Microsoft's pulling out that market as well. Yeah. You well, know. this I could don't know. be a it's classic case. Could be a classic case of people going, you know what? We can't do this, pulling out the market, and then Apple swoops in and goes, well, we can, and you know, eat it up. So, um, I'm all for it. it.
0: I, I would like yeah. someone to succeed, but I, they got to give me a reason. And yeah. to this day, other than watching my son play in VR, yeah, rock it <laughs> out, David, um, other than him playing in VR, I don't see any kind of use case for it, period. Yep. Yep. Um, let's, uh, you said you got a new monitor.
1: I did, yeah. So, yeah. Um this is kind of tangential to the you know these other devices. I mentioned a few a few months back that I bought one of those Facebook portals and I was using it for video conferencing. Yeah, um, but the problem is I have a really tiny desk. I mean, you would laugh at how tiny my desk is. It's about three feet wide. <laughs> it's pretty small. It's very very small, and. Over time, as, as what happens is it gets clustered up with lots and lots and lots of stuff. All stuff that I'm working and using with, but it really was getting a bit out of control. I could not do anything on my desk. And I was moving things around to try and um, make just to make room to work. And so I, I decided I had to do something. And I looked at what I had. I thought, you know what? The Facebook portal, as good as it is, is not really essential. Um, and I could do the video conferencing without that. I could do it through the computer. But I hate webcams um they are uh, there's wires everywhere you've got to power them they you put them on top of the monitor and they do one of two things they either slip so you're not in frame or you if you mount them properly then the thing that mounts them to the monitor actually blocks off some of the screen the monitor so you can't see at the top of the screen uh and so that was that was kind of annoying so anyway i thought i wonder if i could get a monitor with all this stuff built in and i found one um and uh, I, I went up a size at the same time. So I went from a, a 24 to a 27-inch quad HD display. So nice. it's very, very high as a resolution. Um, and this has, it's from Philips, and it has a built-in um, speakers and webcam and microphone. So it's a full video conferencing supporting monitor. The and What's nice as well is the, mic- the uh, camera does uh, Windows Hello as well. So basically, I sit down at my computer and it sees I'm me. It's a bit like Face ID, and it just unlocks my computer. Which, as my laptop is normally folded up in kind of clamshell mode, is super convenient as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's really kind of good. And what what amazed me was that um, when I started looking for this, I thought they'd be quite expensive. This was it was dirt cheap. It was really dirt cheap. It was I think it was two hundred eighty pounds, which I didn't think was Expensive for a twenty-seven-inch quad HD monitor on its own. No, anyway. not at all. Yeah, uh, and then um, I bought it. I actually, and here's a, here's a good trick. I've never mentioned this before. I bought it Amazon renewed, which means oh, yeah. it was a, a returned one, and that knocked another hundred pounds off the price. And apart from the box was a little bit beat up, it was absolutely perfect inside. It looked like it never been used. So um yeah, it was it was super cheap, uh, and I'm very very pleased with it. Awesome. it really is. Kind of good. Um, it has much smaller s- s- uh, stand than my old one, so
0: that's also giving me more space on the desk as well. Yeah, footprints um, big. A lot of people kind of overlook that when they're buying a monitor. Yeah. Um, you want something with a small footprint. Yeah. Or at least uh, that's going to work with your existing desk space. Yeah. You know?
1: And the advantage of a 27 inch quad HD monitor is I can get lots of documents on the screen at once. Yeah. So what I try, <laughs> first thing I Booted up and it went to my default configuration and like you know my email filled the whole screen and it was just like it it was a it was like doing email in IMAX it was a bit much really <laughs> so uh, I've now reconfigured everything so that so that Windows don't open full size all the time and yeah I tend to have two or three things open at once um, and having the big real estate is fine and obviously if I do want to watch. Video and stuff on here now. Um, it's got the built-in speakers; they sound okay, uh, and it's a big screen. It's like having a big TV as well, so it's all pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I like a big screen. Obviously, I've got a thirty-two and a twenty-seven in front of me. Um, yeah, but I gotta, I gotta crank up the text a little bit because when it's this high resolution, at you know, whatever the default is, you you could barely read it yeah Uh, so i always crank it up just a little bit less eye strain although i do find on the big screen in front of me i will tend to on normal screen i don't know why but everything's kind of to the left if i've got a web browser open it's to the left yeah probably so i can still see the desktop icons and stuff like that but that's kind of how i work with this when i'm watching video or something i or if i'm reading something i tend to put it in the middle towards the bottom so I'm not mm-hmm. looking quite as far up as I'm sitting in front of the desk. Yeah. Um I did I bought something as well. Okay, cool. I, I haven't received it yet, but I, right. I actually texted this to you. You did. Um I I, I couldn't pass it up. I've been thinking I, about I, I, Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I I need to know the details behind this. Yeah, this was this was stunning.
0: Yeah, well, I was on um I don't know, some website and they had <laughs> something about slick deals i've been on slick deals before and i bought stuff on slick deals so i went to slick deals just to see what this thing was and i was like yeah i don't need it and then while i was there it shows you other deals right right and one of them was from tiger direct which is a very reputable company i've i've bought stuff from tiger direct in the past quite a few times usually like memory or hard drives or something like that Uh, but they always had good and and plus they were a um a partner when I was running Mac Specialist. Yeah. They were, one of our distributors that we'd get stuff from. So I knew who they were. And this was Tiger Direct, the business division that I'm on. And I saw iPad Pro, uh, the latest one, M2 chip, 12.9 inch, everywhere else. And it's 128 gigabyte, which is fine i don't need anything because yeah. i'm not storing a bunch of stuff on there yeah. um usually these are a thousand ninety nine dollars wherever yeah. you look this was 555 dollars yeah I just, oh, I said, that's almost but... half off i'm like wait a minute that can't be right so i clicked it and i wanted to make sure this isn't refurbished this is yeah this is legit and everywhere i looked on their website no this is their price they've got it on sale Five hundred fifty-five dollars plus ten dollars shipping and handling, so five ninety-nine. So I bought that it. That is,
1: yeah. I, I, I really don't blame you. I've got to be honest. You sent me the text, and uh, I saw the price. I read. Well, I read what it was, then I saw the price, then I went back and checked what I'd read again to make sure that I was not misreading it. Cause I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Damn, this looks like the brand new M2 iPad Pro." Yeah. And then I thought, "Oh, maybe it's a small one." No, it's the full size twelve point nine. Yeah. That is a hell of a deal. A I, I, hell of a I deal.
0: could not see. I've been thinking about for a while. Um, I forget which iPad I've got. It's it's like three years old now. It's a great <laughs> we're, we're iPad. We're all like that. Yeah. They all look the same, and we're all like, "Which one is uh, this one? again?" I have no idea which one it was. <laughs> I know it's an iPad. I know it's a Pro model, but it's yeah. the old older Pros. And the problem with it is the battery. Yeah, and I've had this problem for over a year. I'll I'll have it plugged in. It's a hundred percent charge. I'll do four or five things, um, I put it to sleep and it's got 98% battery. I wake it up and it says it's at 10% battery. Yep. Well, yep. how the hell did that happen? Now, and if I turn it well. off, yeah. no, no, because if I turn it off and com- and do a hard reboot, it comes back and it's like 87% battery. Mm-hmm. So there's something wrong with the yeah. battery controller. It doesn't realize yeah. how much, yeah. it keeps putting itself, it thinks it's out of battery, so it'll turn itself off as I'm reading. Yeah and it's and it's a huge inconvenience to have to reboot the stupid thing i'm like come on yep. you know you're right in the middle of playing a game and then it just like nope you're in low battery mode yeah and, um so i've been thinking about replacing it for a while and i was torn I, I kept thinking i think the 12.3 is going to be a little bit too big from what my use case is i kind of like the 11 inch better um and I just kept struggling with the price. I'm like, I just don't want to spend a thousand bucks or, yeah, you know, eight hundred dollars. And then this popped up, and it was like, I, I, I can't pass up five fifty five for the latest iPad Pro, twelve point whatever inch, twelve point nine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that. You, why? Why would I pass that up? Yeah. Now I, let's I, see I, if it's I, true. We'll find out like yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday when it arrives. But I've got to be honest. If I was in your position, I have an M one
1: eleven inch iPad Pro. But if I saw a twelve point nine for that for for half price in the UK, I would probably buy it as well. Um, for for kind of much the same reasons, it's almost to hell. You could buy it, and decide it. you don't want it, and sell it for seven hundred. Yeah, and you'd still make a profit. Yeah, and it and it would disappear instantly for that sort of money. So, um, and I kept yeah, looking. And I was like, I want to make legit.
0: sure this is not a refurb that's all scratched up or something. Yeah. Um. Not that any superficial damage would really. I'll be honest. If they said this is a refurb for five fifty five, I'd still be still thinking, it. "Hmm." Yeah. But yeah. for all intents and purposes, it looks like a brand new uh, one from Tiger Business Direct. Yeah, Tiger Direct Business. That's what it was. Um, I don't know if there's any difference between Tiger Direct and Tiger Direct Business. I don't know, but uh, I, yep. but they had every single iPad on sale on the site. Every one, and they were all wow. killer deals. Wow! So um, that that is.
1: I mean, maybe. You know, maybe they grabbed a container from somewhere that that's
0: uh kind of grey. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean I they like had that. to have paid more than this for it. Well, right? I
1: presume you presume so, but um who I, knows. As somebody that did a,
0: that was an Apple reseller, I could tell you we didn't have fifty percent markup.
1: Yeah. May uh, yeah, so maybe they bought a business. That was out of business, and they found these, and they just decided they wanted. Who who
0: I, who knows? I can't these? imagine why they they would have such a killer deal, unless yeah. here here's what I think might be the problem. It might someone there might have been screwing off. Didn't realize yeah. they marked them lower than they were supposed to. Yeah, like these are supposed to be five percent, and he saw fifty percent. Fifty percent, yeah. <laughs> so, but if that's the case, I mean, I ordered it. I already paid for it. The money's out of my account. They have to fulfill it now.
1: Well, uh, there, there's been circumstances in the past where companies have gone, oh, it was a mistake. We'll give you a refund and we won't send it out to you. But uh, obviously, you've ordered it. You've not heard that yet. So presumably, the thing's on its way to you now. So yeah, we'll but it's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, we we'll but, but who But who knows? But anyway, yeah, kill the deal. Now, here's the problem and i say this as somebody who has an m1 ipad pro is that you're going to get it and it's going to be fantastic and it does all those brilliant screen things and everything like that but after a while you're going to go yeah i've got this i've got a laptop class chip in here and i can't do anything on it that i can really couldn't do with the entry level ipad yeah and that's that that is really really frustrating and then you think okay well maybe i'll get a keyboard for it and you look at the apple keyboard cover and it's like
0: $250 yeah. and
1: you just go wow okay but um, well, see, I know so, my
0: use case scenario with the iPad and that's not going to be an issue for me. Yeah. Because I was looking to replace my current iPad anyways, and the 7 or the uh, 11 inch would have been at least 700 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So in 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 my warped sense of, you know, yeah. That's he, a deal. And even the entry-level
1: iPad has gone up in price as well, so it's not it's not a million miles away from what you've just paid for a for twelve point nine inch Pro, right. is it? How was it? Yeah.
0: Is it four hundred dollars now for the entry yeah. level I Uh No, yeah? I think it's three fifty.
1: Right. Okay, but th- three fifty to five ninety-nine. Two hundred bucks
0: more, and I get a twelve-inch. You screen get the top and...
1: of that. You literally get the top of top of the range one they sell. Yeah. In terms of in terms of the the base spec, mm-hmm. all right. You're not getting a two terabyte drive. But here's the thing with storage on the iPads now; they're all USB C. You can stick a, a memory stick in any time you want and run in for anything you want off there. You don't need. Uh, yeah, load, most people don't need loads of onboard storage for the iPad anymore because most of what we're watching on, using on those is movies. And if you want movies, I do a you lot can of just reading put reading on me- mine. Yeah, but but books and stuff and comics and everything are all small. Um, it's the it's the media that takes a lot of space exactly. up. And if you want to watch media, you I'm can put a USB it. stick in. Well, I'm streaming you know? anyways.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, um, I'm running the uh, my my Plex server here, so every movie I own is on Plex. Yeah, so I could do that. Uh, anything else is going to be Netflix or Hulu or you know some. It, it's yeah. just streaming. So I, I, who cares about internal games? Don't take up much space, and I don't play a whole lot of big games on them, anyways. So yeah, to me, one hundred twenty-eight on the on that is just perfect. On the phone, it's a little different. I want more because I take a lot of videos and pictures for work. But yeah. it, I'm not going to use it for that. So But I, yeah, I just, I just wish that
1: Apple would make iOS more capable. I don't, they don't have to make it like the Mac. It doesn't have to the Mac interface. I actually think the iOS interface now, um, apart from Stage Manager, which is still a work Terrible. in progress, but, but their multitasking interface, the last one they did before Stage Manager, was actually pretty good. Yeah, and um, I think. There's nothing wrong with the interface on iOS. It just needs to be more capable. It needs to be able to do more things in the background. Um, You need to be able to, for instance, we still today, and God bless him, has been praying for this for years. We still today could not do this podcast, record this podcast all on an iPad, doing it over over the internet because there's no way of doing the background recording and running... um, uh, you know, wire or Skype or whatever it is. Well, neither of us time. are
0: actually using a computer to to do yeah, this that, podcast. But, but if we wanted to, sure, but we could yeah. not on the iPad.
1: No, not on the iPad. And that is, you know, for something that, as I say, has the same processors in as their laptops. It's it's kind of disgusting, really. And uh, you know what you you said? Oh, you fancy the twelve point nine? I wonder how much how it would sell if Apple did an entry level iPad, but with the twelve point nine inch form factor. Um, so it was a lot cheaper than the Pro. Uh, I I think they would sell a lot of those because I, be. I think a lot of people are buying M2 processors because they want the big screen uh, and they you know they want a, like a laptop replacement. But as I've as I've just said, the M2 processor is not really helping you out there in terms of uh, gi- giving you a laptop replacement because it functions exactly the same as the as the entry level device.
0: Uh, I just turned on stage manager and it's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, plug- how can we make your I- your Mac look like an iPad with less functionality? Here's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's
1: I don't just I don't head.
0: get it. Maybe yeah. maybe there's fans, but I'm turning it back off. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I've got a giant screen. I don't need stage manager. If I had a 12 inch screen, maybe that would be fine. Or 13 inch yeah. MacBook Pro or Air, sure. But when you got a a. a a Mac studio with giant monitors connected to it, stage managers, superfluous at best. Yeah, um, and
1: window management on the Mac has been a solved problem for 20 years. I really don't understand why they felt they
0: needed to do that. And and it just doesn't work properly on the iPad. It just uh, gets in the way. Here's a story I found a couple of weeks ago in Ars Technica that I found interesting. Appliance makers said that 50% of customers won't connect smart applications. <laughs> So mm-hmm. this well, is applications that you can either turn on or off with your phone or, you know, change the settings or like, here's yeah. a here's a proper application uh, and I can give you firsthand experience. Um, I have three window air conditionings in the house. Only two of yeah. them are actually set up and running. The other one I got for free. It's a little less powerful, um, but the other ones are working fine. So I don't really have a need for it, but can I don't want to get rid place? of it. Yeah, I okay. can <laughs> it, might, it might cost you a thousand dollars to ship yeah. it overseas.
1: Oh, and I haven't got any windows it'll fit in. But um,
0: oh, it's actually I, not that big. It's it's a smaller one.
1: Yeah, no, but we don't have those sorts of
0: windows in Britain. So, well, you uh, got we got a don't, chisel we, and a hammer. You can make it work. Yeah, I need to.
1: I need to spend probably five hundred pounds replacing it with a sash window to fit it into. But
0: yeah, but you would enjoy it. Yeah, for the absolutely. one room that it would cool down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. So yeah. <laughs> sounds like a youtube series so we'll put a we'll put a a apple smart tracker in there so we can follow it yeah uh so anyways i have this air conditioner i think it's made by whirlpool i could be mistaken but we'll just go with that for now it's either whirlpool or lg one of those two but i think it's whirlpool and it's it's smart i scanned the the qr code on the air conditioner itself um my phone i downloaded the app obviously i um uh, I scanned the QR code from the app it saw it it started controlling it I, I immediately it was already then connected to my Wi-Fi network through the app and I could turn it on and off I could change the temperature settings I can also do all of those things with the remote that's included with it yeah and I found myself more often than not not using the smartphone application because it was just it was clunky to have to launch the app on my phone wait a second for it to connect um and then start changing it compared to just grabbing the physical remote sitting right there and going click 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 and now it's a little cooler or warmer or turning it off why why do i need to use my fart smartphones fart to turn it off Unless I'm at I'm at work or something, and I'm like, I want to turn off the air conditioning at home because Julie would love that. Like, did you just turn off the air conditioning, you bastard? <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah. So. I, yeah, I have I have
1: <clears throat> I have done that occasionally where Alexander is downstairs watching the TV on the Apple TV, and I've connected you than a remote
0: app and started fooling with it. Oh yeah, quite funny. Well, that's 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 a dad thing. I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: but. But, yes, but, but that's a dad thing. It's not a husband-wife thing because that would be
0: infinitely more dangerous. What I've done, I'll, I'll I'll be going to bed early or something. I'm tired. And I'm sitting there on my phone or my iPad, and Cole's making too much noise. He's playing in a game with friends. Yeah. And I've told him to be quiet twice, and he's not being quiet enough. I will log into the Xfinity app and reboot yeah. the wireless router. Right, yeah. Yeah. Julie's like, hey, something's going on with the router. Yeah, it'll be back up in a minute. She'll text yeah. me because I'm in bed. And Cole's like, oh, I guess I can't play anymore. The internet went yeah. down. <laughs> That's right, yeah,
1: Exactly, Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but, you know, look, the, the reality is, is you know why these features appear in these devices. It's so that they can tick it off, tick it off on the marketing checkbox. It's yeah. got an
0: app. And they could charge yeah. a little bit more for exactly the same product that you can yeah. get without the smart features.
1: The, and the reality, unfortunately, from – you know, we've talked about this many times a lot on, on this show. Big, big, multi-billion dollar companies don't stick by these little apps and these little services and the cloud backends and everything. It's, like. it's worse pro- than
0: that. It's worse than that. It's these great big companies that make decent products are hiring out other companies to make their software and the software sucks yeah it's just there's that terrible well.
1: there's that as well you either get something that's been developed
0: in china um yep. and is really
1: not or very at india good. Or yeah or you get something that looks like it was developed by a, an intern yeah uh, and there's they're saying this is the app but then the problem is you i mean you buy an appliance most people expect an appliance to last hopefully at least five years preferably 10 or more and you know full well that the back-end services that these devices are using for their apps will not be maintained by the manufacturer no. that long the app won't be updated as ios is updated or android is updated so it'll stop working
0: at some point I, no i would well, say you and i know that but i don't think the average buyer no. would know that
1: well but they until just, they buy but the point one, one and it happens yeah the first time they encounter that, they'll go, I'm never buying one of these again. Right. For the, for the very small number of people that use them. And and this is the, the point in this article is most people don't even bother to actually connect any of this stuff up. And, and that just shows how useless it is. Well, if you have two or three different be,
0: smart things. Yeah. I, look, we talked about this a couple weeks ago or a couple of months ago where there's a company now that's kind of trying to unify all this stuff, which I think is admirable. And if all these... Desperate companies actually use this service that will alleviate some of those. But I don't need five different freaking apps on my phone to control my lights and one to control my TV and one to control my air yeah, conditioning you, and, and, and you, you've my got refrigerator. A dentri-
1: yeah, you've also as well, I mean, unfortunately, um, certainly on, I don't know what's it's like an Android, but certainly on iOS, the, sometimes the name of the app when you search for it doesn't really match up to what no, the app is. that happens all yeah. the time. <laughs> And and so you end up with a discoverability problem. If you only, you know, connect to your uh, refrigerator to do something on it once every six months, you're going to be hunting for that app. Well, which one is it? Is it this one? And then oh, it no, it's, no, no. it's logged
0: out and you don't remember what password yeah, you use. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's a terrible experience. I'm not surprised yeah. by the story at all. What I am surprised is these manufacturers are almost of uh well, they're not using it. Why? 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 <laughs> Yeah. Because you guys suck at it. That's and, why. And
1: we, we've we not even mentioned the whole, the fact that half the time, even the companies that should know better and are actually doing security products, are, are, the, the back ends are wide open. They well, can steal the your data. Thing.
0: I mean, <laughs> if I'm at home and some guy in Idaho is turning off my air conditioning because he's hacked my account, well, Jesus yep. Christ. Yeah. You know, or cranking it up in the middle of wintertime, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, I just don't think we're there there yet when it comes to the smart home. We've been trying for Owen Rubin at MyMac has been writing about the smart home stuff since like 2002, 2003, somewhere in that category. I remember his X1 articles very detailed how he was wiring up his house, and it was very cool stuff. But it was so top level engineering type of stuff that the average yeah. person is not going to do that. You and I, sure. Uh, an average person walking down the street no freaking way you yeah. know and plus now a lot of that stuff hopefully the open source has been updated to work with the latest computer because oh the app's not go, it's not working so i guess i have to keep an older computer around just to control the smart stuff around my house you know it's awful yeah. it's just terrible
1: you've got you've got to make I've I've had this argument with the electricity companies in the UK for some time because you've got to make things better in order to justify adding technology to it. So they've had a campaign for about seven or eight years now. They want people in the UK to switch to smart metering. So a meter, uh, electricity meter that actually has um, cellular in it. And uh, it means that the electricity company can read your meter any sign they want over the Internet. Rather than sending a guy out to actually physically read the dials, are asking you to do that and put it on a website, which makes sense. And yeah, and and the the whole idea is to try and get the company to the the country to uh, an electrical infrastructure that's more um, with because it's got data in it can be more intelligent if they do need to program power downs or power outs or something, they can look at people's usage, they can try schedule those for when perhaps they're not using much energy. Those are the sorts of things that that the industry is looking for. But the industry is also really looking for not having to pay for meter collectors anymore because it's a huge overhead. And they want to be able to bill people on more than three monthly cycles and uh and all of that sort of thing. And they also want to find out the people who are paying too little money on a direct debit every month uh, and are falling behind so they can they can tap them up. It's all for the industry's benefit. It's not really for our benefit. You get a little dongle that you can have in your house that tells you how much energy you're using. But the reality is, you see, your decision most of the time certainly up until recently, to use energy was when you needed to use the device, not because you were worrying about how much energy you'd use this month for most people. So those things are, they're interesting data points, but they don't really change your electricity usage. And every time I was asked about this, they every time you speak to the electricity company, they say, can we schedule to come in and put a smart meter? And I would go, okay, how long is that going to take? Well, your power will be off for half a day. And uh, obviously that means you'll have to be in while they're doing that. Okay, fine. So um, do I get a discounted bill? No. Do I get any benefit? Well, I get you get a a, a device that shows you how much electricity you're using. And I went, okay. Does that save me any money? No. So I said, why would I do this? It all sounds like it's for you, not for me. Um, and so I've resisted it. Now with the recent energy crisis, suddenly, finally, that. that well, they've they've started saying if you can uh, control your peak usage for certain hours of the evening, then we will pay you money back and we'll give you a bill reduction because it's all about managing the grid now uh, and also reducing the demand on the grid. So all of a sudden, now they're, they're starting to incentivize, but it's taken a Russian war and, and an energy crisis to get them to start doing that. So all of this is it's not there for you, it's there for them. And and to me, that kind of illustrates it, really.
0: They uh, switched us over to that for about five years ago here, uh, yeah. where I live, yeah. It, it They didn't ask, they just did it. No. Which I... Look, it's their equipment, so I get it. But even still, it's like, yeah, this isn't for my benefits. It's so they can make sure they're getting every single penny out of me that they possibly can. Yeah,
1: well, we've had a scandal in the last couple of weeks here in the UK because it turns out that what a lot of the energy companies have been doing for people who've fallen behind their bills during the energy crisis, and these tend to be people who are on low incomes or sure. have disabilities that sort of thing they've been getting warrants they've been going to their houses they've been breaking into their houses when people aren't there to rip out their existing meter and put a prepay meter in which means you've got to pay up front and put a usb key in and and they've been doing this to vulnerable people and they're not meant to do that and it and a, <laughs> unfortunately they they had um, a, a newspaper had um kind of you know a, a put a reporter into the team undercover and he has footage of the uh of the guy doing it he's about to break the door down and go oh this is my favorite bit i love doing this you know real bully people and they're taking advantage of disadvantaged people and it just goes to show the energy companies they're just like everyone else they are just out for themselves they're not out for the customer at all and they're making billions in profits as a result of this
0: energy crisis it's disgusting pretty bad that's yeah. that's that's harrowing that's awful yeah
1: it is it's it's really been quite shocking and of course you know the company concern has gone we didn't know this third-party company was doing this but now the courts have turned around and said well they they brought in a new automated system which basically means all we're doing now is rubber stamp- stamping the warrants we're not allowed to investigate whether it's war- whether it's uh whether they've done the checks against the vulnerabilities or not the whole thing is a big racket uh, and uh again unregulated companies have been allowed to do it well
0: yeah. Uh let's move on. I'm <laughs> Sorry, now. Sorry. I'm I was complaining
1: wrist. about I was complaining about the bad tech news and then I've just gone ranting on about bad tech news, so I apologise.
0: Uh, well, I mean it kind of goes to these appliance makers, like I said, they're sad that fifty percent of their customers yeah. aren't connecting. Well, give us reasons to give us give the people what they want, not yeah. what what you think they need. <laughs> yeah. You see Elon Musk's latest thing is Twitter will let businesses keep their gold check mark for $1,000 a month. Mm. And they want yeah. to start charging developers to have access to their API so if oh, there's a company like, that's offering a free c- Twitter client on iPhone. Oh, they got to charge for that now. Um yeah. shouldn't shouldn't Twitter be actually paying them? Yeah, not the other way around. But, is that but just me Musk, or yeah. Musk doesn't understand the business. Yeah, uh, he is so fair, in over his head on this thing.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I don't think Twitter themselves have understood the business for a long time because actually everything we're saying, you know, yes, they should be paying people for the content has been true for a long time. It's what keeps yeah. Twitter going. I, I, I think the problem is the 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 fuss over the last few months has all been the nerds leaving Twitter yep right you know Mastodon has picked up I'm loving Mastodon now because it's all my people it's all the nerd people I can filter out the politics people and it's all the nerd people and it's people I enjoy talking to and interacting with Um, and uh, it's like Twitter was in the early days but the thing is is Twitter mainstream it, it it really has relied on getting into the media and being, you know, allowing celebrities to tweet and allowing the newspapers and the TV shows to report on what the celebrities are tweeting and to get um, company support from the company account by tweeting them if if the regular channels don't work and all of that sort of thing. And all of that relies on these gold check marks on these verified accounts. And a lot of companies are going to turn around and say, oh, we're not going to do that anymore. Because it, you know that the initial thing, we we all know that uh, Twitter is in the hole for billions of dollars. Yep. So we know that this is they're going to, you know, thousand dollars a month is
0: just the start. Yeah, it's, it's right. This is yeah. yeah. It's it's and, BS.
1: And he's shaking down everybody he can to get money because he's desperate. He's not paying any bills. He's not paying his rent. Um, He's got sued. rid of most of his staff. Yeah, he's being sued left, right, and center. This this whole at this whole thing has the air of a of a business slowly sliding down the drain. And um, I think, yeah, the more they put the screws on people, people are going to go. Well, you know what? Maybe we just don't need this anymore. And um, I, and I, I think it is. I think it's. A, I'd be amazed if Twitter is is around. In the way it is today, in twelve months, eighteen months' time, I really do because I don't think he knows what he's doing, and uh, he's so desperate for money, he's just throwing revenue ideas at the wall and seeing what sticks.
0: That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, um, I did a little bit of a project. Here, here's my problem with technology products. I've been bored lately. Let's start with that. I, I needed, I needed some kind of a project to do. Yep. So what i was on i think facebook and this ad came up where you can buy this giant monitor that you put on your wall and it shows movie posters so it's kind of like for a man cave type of thing yeah and i thought that's kind of cool you know i like movies that would be kind of neat to have you know but i don't i don't really need to spend you know that much money it's it connects to the internet it downloads new posters and you can select you know I like Marvel and I like DC and yes I'm subscribed to uh, Disney Plus so give me the posters from that one as well yeah
1: so it sounds like a slideshow projector
0: that's pretty much all it is yeah. right but it's extremely but it's the hardware too it's not just yeah. software yeah
1: but how so how much
0: did they want for this uh, oh it was a couple thousand plus yeah. a subscription fee It's it was dumb of course. Of course. yeah anybody would do it would be stupid yeah. Hey. Um, so I, I looked at it though, and I thought, that, well, that would be kind of cool. So yeah. I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna make one. Yeah. This this will take a couple weeks of my time to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I looked around, and I had this little mini PC that I wasn't using. That's like 200 bucks now on uh, on Amazon. It's 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 not a real powerful thing at all. You know, it's just yeah. one of these little things you could fit in the palm of your hand. Yeah. So the first step was to go to Amazon or to go to Google image search and look for movie posters. And I downloaded, hold on, let me. And I try to get, you know, big giant ones, but mm-hmm. I screwed up and I didn't always get the big giant ones. Um I've got I ended up downloading, let's see, 192 of them. So I dump all of these into my in a, a folder on my desktop on my Mac. And at which point I'm like, okay, that should be enough. So for a monitor, I've got this portable monitor that's powered via USB-C, right? Yep. And it's a uh, it's a 16 by 9 monitor. So they it's called a. It came like with this little uh, I don't know what you call case kind of thing that yeah. doubles as a stand. You've seen yes. these on Amazon.
1: I ha- I have one of these. I I do use it with my home office laptop quite quite often yep. and it, yeah, it's just basically it's a, it's like a tablet. Yeah, but it's a, a, a USB-C monitor. Yeah, but yeah. It,
0: it's large. I mean, it's probably 13 14 15 inch something like that. Yeah, yeah, I have oh, a it's, one it's it's 16 inch It's 16. It's 16 inch. Okay. So, I've got the monitor, I've got the little PC. I connect it with US or with uh, HDMI to mini HDMI. Uh, I run the power off of a, just a little power brick that I had. I plug in the monitor or the computer to it. I went to Amazon and I spent 5.99 for a wall mount for it. Yeah. Right. So I screwed onto the back of this monitor, hang it on the wall. So two drill holes later and it's on the wall with one, two cables coming out of it. Uh, I log into the PC. I make a shareable folder on uh dropbox i log into dropbox on the web browser on the pc pull the folders over to uh the pc open that folder and go to slideshow and i'm done yep it took me an hour god damn yeah. it i wanted a longer project the problem is i'm <laughs> too smart when it comes to the tech stuff and i was like oh i'll just do this and i'll do this and i'll well, do this
1: well really really i, I mean you've what you Cole walked to by and was good. like
0: that's cool
1: yeah, but you need to write you need to write something in Python that goes out
0: and, and pulls the pulls, uh, yes.
1: pulls the the movie posters, uh, lets you put metadata in for the sort of movie posters you want, keeps them updated, do, you know, does them at random. Like
0: right now, it's showing the Rocketeer, and I thought that was a big one, but it's not. It's a small poster, so it's taking like yeah. a third of the screen. It looks stupid. Yeah. So, so you, but you're, really,
1: yeah, you're also, you've got you've got some work to do there yeah. too kind of refine it well then i thought the basics
0: eh? well but the problem is the slideshow settings from i'll call it windows manager is too fast it's changing the poster every like three to five seconds which is way too fast i would rather each poster stay on the screen for about five minutes and then change problem is i can't figure out how to do that on windows and i've spent no time looking for exterior or other software that's either cheap or free that will do it for me
1: I think I think Adobe has something that does that sort of thing,
0: and I have um, a uh, Adobe uh, subscription. Yeah,
1: I, I suspect Adobe might be the way to go for this sort of thing.
0: Um, and there's uh, probably a, a small shareware thing that will do a slideshow, and you just set the timing. That's all I need: loop and timing. That's it. So someone out there yeah. is listening, Windows person, that's like, oh, you need, you know, this thing. I, I don't want to spend any more than say. 10 bucks for it, <laughs> which is yep. twice that I spent for the wall mount. Uh, so, 10 bucks is the maximum I want to spend. I want to be able to ha- have it look at a folder, do the slideshow, loop it, and control the timing.
1: That's, now, what, I, that's you, what I need. What, uh, this sorts like, sounds like the sort of thing that actually you could probably do on your Mac and have running as a background, as a slideshow when you're not using your Mac. Is that something you thought about doing?
0: Well, why would I want to do it on the Mac? I want it on the wall so it looks like a movie poster. That right. was the okay. point. I mean, I 16? do my my yeah. screensaver is pointing on oh, my Mac is pointing at family photos of a right. folder that I keep on the desktop. Mm-hmm. So and that looks great, but I want this on the wall and I don't want to get a Mac to control no to do it. That would be too expensive. It's like even a cheap no. Mac it's
1: yeah, no. I, I was thinking of uh, as the like you have your family photos at the moment, having the movie posters and stuff. Yeah, but, but then
0: the aspect ratio is off. It'll be right in the middle yeah, of the screen. Right,
1: I, I get you. I get you. Now, if you could get this working better, would you would you put a buy a larger monitor for that?
0: No, I. The, so you the size have a full monitor movie
1: poster size. Yeah, no, I don't want it that big. No. no,
0: that's too big, and I, I, and plus it then your expense goes up. You are going to spend a couple hundred bucks on a monitor like that, maybe one hundred fifty. Yeah. No, I think the size of the screen is just fine. I don't want it to be a centerpiece. I just want it to be complementary right. of what's up there right now. I'm with you. I'm with so, you. I, it works fine. Don't get me wrong. Cole thought it was cool. But I got yeah, to no, get it better with, cool. the, uh, with the actual pictures because some of them are too small. So I need to yeah. curate that a little bit better. And I just don't feel like it right now. <laughs> Until I have a solution of keeping each thing up there for a couple minutes rather than five seconds. Yeah, yeah, but it's. I thought this would take me a couple weeks to really make it cool, and I got the basics down in an hour with stuff that I already had in my house. I had the PC. The only thing I had to buy was a wall mount, and if I'd have went in the basement, I probably would have found one. But I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, Yeah, it kind of sucked that it didn't take me any time at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the. uh, That's the. Both the joy and the curse of technology. That I told
0: Julie, I was like, "I'm going to build this and it's going to do this," and she was like, "That'd be cool." And then like an hour later, I'm like, "Come look at it." She was like, "You're done already?" I was like, "Yeah." So, given our previous conversation, answer me this: Would you
1: buy a fridge that had a (laughs) display on the front that could do that?
0: The movie posters? (laughs) Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of what we want. Yeah, give us the cool stuff, man. Give That's us all cool we care stuff, about. Yeah. We don't. We don't want to turn the air conditioner on and off. We want it to show something nice. Yeah, I took all these pictures with my iPhone. Let me look at them. You know, put yeah. it on the side of the, uh, put it on the front of the microwave when I'm not using it. It's showing me photos of the family. How cool would yeah. that be? That would be cool. Yeah. See, I've always, we're I've in the wrong thought. business. We just talk yeah. about shit. We need to go build shit. I
1: I've always thought that. Uh, e-ink is a bit of a lost opportunity with that you know to me we should be able to we should be able to get e-ink color wallpaper there's like a sheet of paper that can display different things and we just stick it up it on would the wall. look like a photo
0: yeah you know it's not drawing much power yeah um you got to yeah, plug I mean, it I, in otherwise it's not going to last long you yeah, have to charge up a color yeah. one often
1: yeah but um, something that, that basically, when it's showing something, it doesn't have a backlight and it's not using any power is right. exactly what you want for this sort of thing. Absolutely. And we all have post it notes and stuff like that around our houses. It reminds us of stuff this, that's, that could be electronic. And that is, you know what, and build that into your fridge. So, effectively, you have electronic post it notes in the front of your fridge. Plus, your kids' pictures and everything—all like the stuff we currently put on our fridge—and that's a far better use of IoT than being able to, you know, tell you when your uh, your, your milk's going, going out, bad. Don't?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you could go up to the fridge, and it has a screen on it. It's e-ink, so it's not yeah. a glossy screen. Yeah. You tap the top of it, and it shows a menu: pictures and notes. That's it. Yep. So you click, you click the pictures, and there would be different ways that it would connect. You can do a Dropbox folder that it just looks at. You do local network. Or you could yeah. actually, it has, you know, maybe a, a gigabyte. Yeah, it's got a gigabyte yeah. that will store. You can just plug it in and it copies from a desk, right? Or yeah. you can connect it with your phone and do a slideshow that way.
1: Yeah.
0: You, slide, you swipe it to the right and it's notes, right? Yeah. So you can just write a little note. It saves it. You swipe up, you go to a new note. You want to go yeah. back to your old notes? You just swipe down. That yeah. notes app syncs with your phone. Exactly. So you're at the you grocery have, store. Have you have all the notes. Yeah. So it's right there.
1: Yeah, and then you have a thing where um, you know, if you want to leave a message for somebody, it, you know, just a basic uh, time of in So you can pop it up in front of somebody at a certain time of day. Yeah. So that you know, your wife comes home and a note pops up saying, uh, "I should be home from work." And maybe it makes and, and
0: it's a reminder, so it makes a little beeping sound. Yeah. Beep, beep! Yeah. Oh, I got a thing. See, we're in the wrong business. <laughs> we are. We need we to call best. Whirlpool. That they, they'd be down for this. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm sure so we can color find ink. Something. Yeah. The technology, th- it all already exists. This is easy yeah, stuff. Yeah, we just to need do. to get we
1: need to get a software company in Bangalore to write the software for us. Because what could
0: go wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, simple. All right, man. Let's wrap this okay. thing up. We loved. Oh, we got uh, feedback, but we're going to save it for next week. next time yeah from nemo uh so we will be back in two weeks with well i don't know let me yeah two weeks i've got a big dental thing coming up again which is gonna suck but that's march 1st so we're we're out a little bit from that um we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of tech fan we'd love to get feedback from you it's the show at techfanpodcast.com of course you can hit uh techfanpodcast.com or mymac.com and leave a message in the show notes or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. We're both Tech Fan on both those platforms. Hope you're listening to our other show, uh, Geeks Pub. Uh, last week we had an amazing episode where we talked about um, Dabney Coleman. Yep, yeah. seriously, Dabney <laughs> Coleman. We There yeah. was like 10 minutes of the show. Uh, it was all Dabney, yeah. all Dabney Coleman. Yep. Yeah, uh, we, 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 were, we we're thinking about retiring... The Geeks Pub, and just start a Dabney Coleman fan podcast. But yeah, the
1: the Dabcast.
0: Dabcast. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later, David.
1: See you then. Bye.